Hi, I'm Angus Ferguson, and welcome to today's episode of PropTech Insider Podcast from Domain Agent Solutions. PropTech Insider is a weekly podcast where we deep dive into the rapidly evolving world of PropTech and interview leaders about their journey into the PropTech industry and their greatest insights into scaling. Today, we have Josh Vegan on the podcast. In this podcast, Josh and I will discuss skills and techniques for building high-performance, digitally-enabled sales teams. Joining us today is Josh Vegan. Josh is an internationally renowned speaker, trainer, and coach for high-performance real estate agencies. Today, Josh and I will be discussing skills and techniques that can be taken on board and utilized to build high-performance, digital-enabled sales teams. Josh, thanks for joining us today. Angus, so great to be here with you. Josh, just to kick things off, can you please just tell everyone who's listening a little bit about how you found your passion in real estate coaching and, and where you started off? I think that, you know, one of the big things is to understand like how the, those moments in your career where things really take off for you. And, you know, we grew up in a, in a real estate family. My dad's dad was a real estate agent. My dad was a real estate agent. I naturally became a real estate agent, you know, and, and followed in those footsteps. And the interesting thing is that I was always looking for something to, you know, kind of get me inspired and to give me some motivation, to give me some drive to want to get back out there and, you know, to prospect and to list and to sell. And I think that, you know, through the formative years of your career, you know, you're always just trying to find, you know, what's the next thing that you can do and you're trying to discover the formula for what success actually looks like. And I just thought that, you know what, I just wanted to be around it. I wanted to see things. And I'd seen some of the the big um, operators, particularly people like Jim Collins, who'd wrote the book Good to Great, and also to someone like Tom Peters, who'd re- written a book called Reimagine. And they really inspired me in the way that they wrote. And I thought, you know what, I, I actually would love to do that inside of the real estate industry in, in actually being a bit of a guiding light in reflecting, you know, what some of the best agents actually do around the country and internationally and giving people that inspiration to get out there and go and achieve what they wanted to go and do in life. And I think that like real estate is one of the most phenomenal careers because you're not paid by the hour, you're paid based on result. And it really does come back down into your skill set and capabilities to be able to convince the seller to come to market your ability to take that property to market, convince a buyer to actually buy and bring all of that together and make sure that no one's bruised during the course of the transaction. And what a really good quality agent does is that they make sure that they've got a set of systems, methodologies, approaches, philosophies in how they actually do their business and then grow that with good quality teams and good quality systems, good quality people around them to make sure they've actually got that infrastructure to be able to scale that customer experience. And I guess uh, if we fast forward to today, you're dealing with some of the best businesses across the country and and now internationally. What are some of the fundamentals of you building a high performance team to hire someone who's with the intelligence, the energy, and most importantly, the integrity? What additional virtues do you think that they need to be digitally enabled and, and leading a team? Well, there's some you know pretty big moments in that whole question, Gus. And I think that like this whole driver is about understanding that like. The secret is to realize is that we live in a digital world and I like to think about it as a digital world and and real world experiences. So real world experiences is us being in the same room together. Digital experiences are the things that we experience on screens, whether or not that be a phone, a tablet or or a laptop or desktop. And I think that, you know, we live in a world that is so filled with what's actually happening that like literally every single keystroke that we make is being tracked, is being looked at. Um, Google can tell you more about your partner than you probably can in terms of the questions that they've been asking and the things that they've been thinking about. And we're living in a world where digital information can substantially change what we actually do in terms of our real world engagement. And everything has become about using our time and our energy wisely in a really powerful way. And so what I think about you know, growing um, digitally enabled teams. It's about people that actually see a future and understand what is actually happening today in the way that we actually interact. 
And so they say that Facebook can tell who's going to be dating who, you know, based off, you know, how they interact in terms of their comments and their mentions and their likes and how much they look at a photo when they go scrolling through someone's profile and that they can see those things. They can also see when a relationship's going to end 90 days before it happens. Now that kind of fascinates me because inside of the workplace, we would tend to operate the same way that if we've got someone inside of our organization who for one reason or another, we didn't feel was kind of fitting into the culture, we would tend to treat that person a certain way in the 90 days before they actually depart the business. And I think that this is exactly the same in term when you've got to have a look at consumer intent around what are people actually doing. Now, what you need to understand in order to be fundamentally phenomenal at sales is what do people actually do in the real world and what do they actually do in the digital world? And if you can map real world experiences, how can you actually then map the digital world experiences to be able to make it easier, faster, better, but to be able to get more clues that the customer is ready to go and do something? So a great example of this in the very early days of a sales career, you know, someone actually requested a copy of a contract. That was a really big sign in the real world that this person was about to make an offer or maybe bid when it came to auction day. But now we know in the digital world that the consumer is going to jump onto the website. They're going to be downloading a copy of that. They might download a copy of a strata report if that's appropriate. And they might even go and buy a digital version of a pest and building report all before they've even come back to the agent to come back and do a second physical inspection of the property. And so what we need to start thinking about is that in order to be fundamentally really good in the digital world, how many of us actually really know what happens in the real world so then we can digitify those experiences. And nothing will ever leave the salesman, the sales capability of being able to be in front of someone and actually get them to commit. You know, like no one's going to help you to press that buy now button on the website. What it is, it's about the agent understanding, okay, we're going to be very digitally enabled because we're going to think about what actually happens in real world circumstances to be able to get people to make some better decisions. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point. So whilst technology is here to assist us and make it better at what we do, at the crux of it, it's still always going to be a people-to-people business. People are going to buy and sell real estate off people. It's such a big part of the transaction and it's such a big part of our life in terms of we don't do it very often. It's a huge financial burden that most of us go into. And so there's always going to be a person on the other end of that is kind of our perspective on it. And I guess to that point, how do you view and, and I guess assist businesses in building a culture of people who are thinking forward thinking, firstly, are digitally enabled and are actually about embracing technology? Because one of the hardest things in some of these businesses is there's people who are high performers who have still got the paper diary and a lot of the agents who are coming through are looking at them and saying, well, I actually don't need to use technology as long as I just make the phone calls and do these things. How can we help these people to bring them on the journey and how do you get them excited about it? I think the big conversation is understanding about, you know, that customer experience is the thing that sets you apart. So we use this example of the reject shop versus Chanel and why would someone pay effectively 300 times more for the handbag that's at Chanel as opposed to the one at the reject shop? And when you map out their consumer experiences, there's a ton of reasons apart from just the quality of the product itself. And this is such an important part is that the thing that really separates you as an estate agent or an estate agency is the way that you go deliver that customer experience. Now, technically, there can only be one real estate agency that's actually going to be the cheapest, which therefore means that every other agency in the area must be separating based on design. And if you're going to separate based on the design of the way that you deliver your service, you better understand what that customer experience looks like. Now, sometimes we would go into a cafe and you'd say, great, can I have a water? And they say, look, a tap and a glass is over there. And other times you go into a cafe and they say, yes, would you like still or sparkling? I'll take the sparkling, thanks, and bang, $16 arrives on the invoice. Now, the difference is about the customer experience and the design of how that's actually facilitated. And you have an expectation about paying $16 for that bottle of water when you go to that particular cafe or restaurant. It's exactly the same inside of what we do inside of estate agencies that this is actually understanding that what a really good quality estate agency does is they think about what is the customer's experience before, during, and post the transaction. 
And how can we do more of those things that the customer is going to need to have done to anticipate unmet, unidentified and unsatisfied needs and deliver that and package that in a set of customer experiences that someone goes, hey, that was seriously good and I'm prepared to pay 0.5 or 1% more for the opportunity to use you as my agent. And this is to me that the listing presentation is not about competing. The listing presentation is about winning and the listing presentation is about separating and differentiating in such a way that someone actually wants to pay more for what it is that you fundamentally do. Now, how does that relate to a digital world? Well, we have experiences everywhere else in our life and we expect it to actually transfer directly into the real estate environment. So when we went to Uberfication in taxis, all of a sudden the Uber turns up, we already have the directions, we already get there, we know whether or not we're on track, we can shower estimated time of arrival with someone, we can all of a sudden get that receipt coming to us digitally, we're jumping out, we're not having to swipe or tap credit cards, we're in a position that it was a fundamentally great experience and if we left something inside of that Uber, we can actually press one button and communicate directly with that Uber driver to get that back. That was actually thinking about all those customer moments. And so it's no different inside of the real estate world. So what do we actually do in terms of when we meet young Josh and he turns up with an open for inspection? How do we record his details and information? How do we send him a digital brochure? What are the things that we actually do? Leading through to his experience of wanting to pursue that particular property, getting a copy of a contract, being able to read and review that, being able to get a copy of those pest and building inspections, and then coming to the day of the actual auction itself or a for sale scenario, actually making an offer, getting that accepted, signing actually a contract of sale, then realizing, hey, I need to sell mine, getting the agent to come across, getting that agent to then be able to sign an agency agreement with you, instructing them, paying for the marketing, however that's going to be done in the, in the pay now or pay later scenario, and then being in a position that we then can facilitate all of that so it all has happened in a digital environment so that the agent of today is not in a position that they've got two processes, both a manual process and a digital process. They've actually just got one process, whether regardless of whether or not the consumer is directly in front of you or whether or not the consumer is 500 kilometres away. That digitification of the whole process is the thing that actually shifts an agent now that we've moved into the customer experience world and the customer experience is what actually allows people to pay more your ability and skill to be able to show and demonstrate how you can speed up the transaction for both the buyer, the seller and the agent is ultimately what the business leaders of of today are actually doing to take their business models into the future. Yeah. And I think it's such an interesting point is that every other industry around us has gone to an information age. So information is readily available. It's on the internet. And and what we're seeing is that what about buyers now, they've got the information, they're informed, they want to make the decision and make it quicker. So how do we give them more information, give them more um, in-depth information about their suburb or the property that they're about to have a look at, or how do we make the process for actually getting a transaction or an offer more seamless and more easily accessible? The the thing that comes to mind for me, and I know that you've helped real-time agent a lot over the last couple of years, is how are you approaching it with some of the business leaders and the top performing agencies around Australia of helping them to assist them to make the decision on which technology is good and which ones are bad? And which ones are actually going to work for their business? I think the big conversations is that, you know, sometimes you've got to slow down to speed up. And it's, it's about like saying, oh, look, you know, what's got us here is probably not what's going to get us there in terms of the infrastructure. And also too about, you know, learning how we empower it. And so if I've got a, a salesperson who's much more calendar and diary driven and in the physical um, old school world, I actually want to take that and then learn how to put the right people around them to be able to digitize those experiences. Um, In terms of where we're going in terms of the future, I think that the big driver is about really getting yourself into this situation that you say, okay, what is our central piece of software that we're going to use that's going to do the core? And the core lifting for most real estate agencies usually exists around the CRM. 
So once we start with that CRM, we're then looking at how well does that CRM actually integrate with all of the additional tools that are now available inside of the prop tech sector. So we tend to think about buckets that you might have. So you might have a bucket around an agency agreement signing. There's a bucket around contracts and, and exchanges. Then there's things like pest and building inspections and facilitation of strata reports. And then you then start to think about the marketing and payment services that are associated with that. And then you then think about the moving services and the things that come off the back of that with connections, gas, electricity, removalist, all of those other suppliers. And then starting to think, well, um, how do I actually then help the agent in terms of their proposal, the digitification of those proposals, what actually happens with the acceptance and moving all those things through. And so a lot of it comes back down to having a philosophy about how you choose technology. For me, I choose technology in a couple of key ways. Does it integrate with my key CRM? Is it something that I can actually use on a mobile? Does it have some form of a mobile app that I can do it so I can do it when I'm in the field? And then off the back of that, what's the ease of use of how quickly I could train my sales team in being able to use it so they can go from zero to hero in hopefully under 30 minutes? And if we can do that, then all of a sudden I can show them how we can streamline and use process. It can fundamentally change the entire way that they work and get people back into a position that they can really enjoy life. And this is a really important part. The whole conversation around digital is to smooth out the process and to get it faster, better and easier so that you don't have to be in a car at 9.30 at night, although most admirable on a Friday night to be doing that to exchange contracts with a buyer. How can we have the technology just do that with us to empower us to be able to spend more time with our families or more time on the phones, you know, actually generating business for the future? Yeah, and I think to add to that point as well is Agent Solutions, one of the things that we've identified is there's a lot of new tech out there. And- as a former real estate agent, I guess what I've seen is there's a lot of two kind of buckets that I see a lot of is there's consumer solutions of who someone's come out of the industry or had a bad buying experience and they've tried to solve a problem from that perspective. Now, that's not necessarily the right thing for the real estate industry, but it's also not the right thing for the real estate agent. And then you've got ones that are focused on making the core business unit actually more efficient at how they operate. And that's generally where we need agents to gravitate towards to. How we do real estate in Australia is it's actually really good. You know, we have people come usually outside of COVID come from all over the world and they come and see how we study and do auctions and transact and how we actually do business here because it's quite phenomenal. So let's just digitise the existing process and let's not try and shift it too far. As you said, slow down to go faster. I think um, I think you, you make a really good point on that. But to, to just to close out, because we're about to run out of time, we always ask two questions when we have someone come on the, the PropTech Insider. So the, the first question is, Josh, what's your definition of success? I think that like, you know, if every single day you can get up and be really excited and energized to be able to go and help other people and to serve others and to feel really good about the impact that you've had in helping them to make better decisions for a better quality of life, that's a great day. Awesome. And final question for you, tell us one thing you're going to start, stop and continue this year. Uh, the thing that like uh, the start side of stuff is just to make sure that I'm even fitter than I've ever been before. You know, I'd love to, to be able to get to that point. Uh, one of the things I'm going to stop doing is, is stop worrying about what you cannot control. And I love that, that like literally worrying is for people that have lost perspective. And then, you know, if I, what I'm going to continue doing is just staying really consistent around the things that really matter. And this is about, you know, getting a really clear set of value systems and making sure that you make decisions around that so that you can spend your time, energy, you know, in the places where you're going to get an ultimate reward and fulfillment. Awesome. Well, Josh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode of PropTech Insider. If you'd like to learn more about our topic today, visit agentsolutions.com.au. If you've enjoyed this topic and you want to hear more about our exciting content we have in store, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast app you use. See you next time.